It's the weekly feed and that makes me happy. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, welcome once again to the weekly feed. My name is Kyle Meredith and you have arrived. We have arrived. The next hour wraps up our best of 2013 series and oh, have we saved some of the best for last. Twin Shadow covering Lou Reed, Phosphorescent covering Vampire Weekend, Kings of Leon, St. Vincent, and Jake Bug. And one more time, we'll look at some of our favorite interviews of the year with appearances from Queens of the Stone Age's Josh Homme, Frightened Rabbit's Scott Hutchinson, and the Decemberists' Colin Malloy. But to get us going, Dublin's Squarehead was a great blast of rock and roll. The single 2025 appears on Respect was a nice hidden gem in a year full of great songs that may have never gotten their moment. It's an excellent way to get us started here on part four of the Weekly Feeds Best of 2013.
a big sigh of relief with Kings of Leon's fans after hearing Mechanical Bull, the Tennessee group's fifth LP, after reaching monumental heights with their Only by the Night record and then releasing the poorly received Come Around Sundown, followed by some very public infighting, some assumed it was the end. But lo and behold, songs like Rock City showed that they still had their grit and muscle, making one of the best rock records of the year. The best of 2013 continues with a revisit to one of our most watched interviews of the year. It was a sit-down with Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age that garnered over 20,000 views over at theweeklyfeed.org. Here's a little snippet of what you'll see in full over there. The Weekly Feed. So, you know, you guys have this new new record out. It's been out since uh, since June. It struck me when I was thinking about it that you've been doing music for for a quarter century. I know. It's I, I know. I can't honestly. I, my, my dad's a contractor, and uh, I guess I thought that that's what I would do, you know, because he's good at it, and he's cares about it you know what i mean yeah and uh and this just sort of happened and it's been going on the whole time and i gotta say i who knew i keep waiting for someone to pull the rug on me you know <laughs> well tw- 25 years in that that'd be no, a lot of rug that's no, a lot of rug know. to pull i don't know man you know you never know you never know we just watched the movie zombie land right yeah on the way over here and it could go that way quickly. So what you're telling me is you'll probably have a music career, probably, until there's a zombie apocalypse. and then you I es- shoot myself in the foot. Right, and then you Which escape. Which I may be doing right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, then. <laughs> so that's what's, you're, you're basically saying that you're Bill Murray's character in Zombieland. That's, that's how your end is going to come. No, no, I'm not saying that at all, because Bill Murray's a national treasure, and I'm just a guy from a desert town that plays music, and there's a huge difference. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking about how you just assumed you'd be a contractor like your dad. I guess, especially at that point in time, living out in the desert, what else was, you know? Well, there's, there wasn't much out there. I mean, I think I, I gravitate towards places where you got to make your own fun, and I think I grav- that's why I gravitate towards people. And, and in a strange sort of way, like building houses and building music, and, you know, there's a certain satisfaction to when a job is done that is really wonderful you know and making records is much like building a house and like it really needs you know a foundation of a good couple songs and then you really need to put the detail work into those so that's not just some tracked home of a record you know yeah and <clears throat> so i guess i've always treated it that way like you got to get up early and go in there and like put the work into it so it's just a i mean <clears throat> i don't want to say it's just a job but it sounds like you look at it like it is at least a job because I know some some musicians are like oh it's not a job I never work a day in my life no it's it's the best job in the world I think you should pick something you love and really work at it because you know my old man was always like you're gonna you're gonna do it forever whatever it is that you pick mm-hmm. you, so you might as well dig it you know yeah and I and I I think that sunk in because I I love this you know and I I don't want to like spit in the face of it or treat it like some like floofy bs thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. i want to like get into it and like i want to do something that hopefully hasn't been done and yeah. I, don't th- I think it's kind of maybe a bit arrogant to sort of like this ain't a job and like i'm just like you know i i i, I like getting my hands dirty you know yeah you know and i'm no hendrix where it's just like you're just from another planet so for me it's about the work you know i like the work feed that's josh homie from queens of the stone age and again much more of that video at theweeklyfeed.org from their disc like clockwork here is i sat by the ocean on the best of 2013 edition of the weekly feed <laughs>
Weekly Feed. Straight out the door to AM yesterday. Me and my friend keeping the night aflame. And as we're walking in the clear light, light, two guys come up and take him out of sight. Oh, I know what's what they eat him hearty doubles up, they take his money and they run and all I can do is watch them go. His hands around his nose, his blood is on his clothes. What doesn't kill ya? What doesn't hurt? Sometimes you feel you're up against the world. for Jake Bug. At the beginning of 2013, he was still riding high on the success of his debut, and by the end of the year, he had already released his follow-up, which included that single, What Doesn't Kill You, and as a bonus, theweeklyfeed.org has our interview with Bug. And new music from St. Vincent before that. She recently announced that her next record will be self-titled, and then gave us a fantastic first listen. It's called Birth in Reverse. Hey, more to come on this best of 2013 edition of the Weekly Feed, including music from the War on Drugs and Damien Gerardo, and special appearances from Frightened Rabbit and Colin Malloy. Support for the Weekly Feed comes from the Concord Music Group. Paul McCartney's New, featuring the singles New and Queenie Eye, is available now on iTunes and your local independent music store. The Weekly Feed. Cal Meredith smells funny. The kid's going to be far out. On the weekly feed. One of the most notable losses of 2013 was the passing of Lou Reed. 
felt by artists across multiple genres. There were more than a few great tributes. Uh, one of those came from Twin Shadow, who laid down a bare-bones version of Reed's classic Perfect Day. Here now, in this Best of 2013 edition, the Weekly Feet. Just a perfect day Drink sangria in the park Then later, when it gets dark We go home Just a perfect day Say, Mary. 
America don't love you So I could never love you In spite of everything In the dark of this place There's the glow of your face There's the dust on the screen Of that broken machine And I can't help but feel That I made some mistake But I let it go Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey Through the fire, through the flames Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, You won't even say your name Yeah, yeah, Through the fire and through the flames You won't even say your name You say only I am that I am But who could ever live that way Yeah, yeah, Through the fire and through the flame 
You won't even say your name. You say only I am that I am. But who could ever live that way? The best of 2013 on the weekly feed. Phosphorescent had a banner year with the new record Machacho double wowed us when he stopped into KCSN to perform his version of Vampire Weekend's Yahe. Of course, another band who themselves had a big year. Time to look back at another favorite interview from this past year. Scott Hutchinson had been on my wish list for a long time, not only because Frightened Rabbit is a favorite band of mine, but also because he's known to be a pretty entertaining in interviews. The whole video, worth your time, is up at theweeklyfeed.org and a teaser right here. Weekly Feed. So let's let's talk about everything that's going on because uh, you, you got the, uh, the the new record out. Yep. Uh, you signed to Atlantic. We did. That yeah. was that was kind of the big news at first about this. Yeah, it was. You know, it wasn't too it wasn't too big of a deal. I mean, there were there were a few people who were kind of like got in touch to say, "Oh, that's that." Then we're never we're never going to listen to you again. You right. sellouts. And I don't uh, think even this concept of selling out exists anymore. No, no. You Not like it used to. I mean, no, we grew up in the '90s, where that was a thing. Right, but that, yeah, but Sonic Youth signed to Geffen, and it's like <laughs> they put out a greatest hits in Starbucks. Yeah, right. Starbucks only. So I just don't think it applies anymore. Right. And so, and then if anything, it was we were given more freedom than we ever had in the past. Right. You know, to, to to make the kind of record we really wanted to. And that's always a, kind of a question about when that happens, because when you're signing to a major, it's the major game. You're kind of on the bigger scale, yeah. and you have to think. I mean, I have to assume that there's at least some of that that goes on when you're writing those songs. Like, are these going to work on the on the on the bigger platform? Was that ever part of this? No. Yeah. I like it. Like I said, I was expecting to have a battle with them. And sure. They were going to come in. And where's your pop? Where's song? the single? Yeah, I don't right. hear one. And uh, not once did that happen, so I was like all ready for a fight and it never, never came, so I just put my gloves down and... I mean, you guys have singles though, we shouldn't well, say this that this is a singleist record, there's lots of singles on this record, naturally I guess, and maybe that's why the they didn't is, have to. The thing is, yeah, I think I've been writing songs in a pop structure, you know, with a, with a fairly dark twist at times, but I've been writing songs like that since we started, sure. and for anyone to say, oh, they've, all, they've gone pop, well just listen to our first record, we have pop songs that are, you know, uh, kind of poorly produced, but they're pop songs nonetheless. <laughs> we like those. Yeah. We like them all. I, uh, of course, there was some criticism that went back, and maybe this was with hardcore fans that didn't so much like Winner of Mixed Drinks as much as the early stuff because sure. it was a different sound. I think so, yeah. Was was there ever a reaction to that with uh, Pedestrian Verse where you went? Because that's what a lot of uh, reviews are saying. Pedestrian Verse, like, oh, it's kind of like their older stuff, but, you know, with a yeah, bigger sound. Yeah, I think, I think the, if anything, what happened was a lot of people who maybe didn't like the third record came back. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I think it maybe did have a lot more in common with stuff that we were, we were writing before that. And the thing that happened with Winter of Mixed Drinks was that I think I, I felt like I revealed too much of myself on the, on the, the album before that. And uh, and it was maybe even like as a sense of embarrassment. I was like, I didn't mean all this to be public. <laughs> and then I kind of reined it in. So actually, you know, I kind of smoothed off the edges and yeah. then realizing in doing so I realized that that's not actually what we're best at. You've also got this thing where you guys talking about um, you know with this record you kind of opened it up and you wanted to you got bored with your songs in the past you got bit. a lot bored with it, so you'd rewrite them and everything yeah yeah so you went into this one you know in a different way mm -hmm. but I have to imagine while you're still out there you're still gonna get bored of these songs and you're still gonna rewrite them is that kind of they, they, they'll take on a development and yeah. you know that that's 
you know, night after night playing the same songs live, then you, you develop them. Like, for instance, the first song from the new album, Acts of Man, has this big, I don't know, corn-style heavy metal ending right. now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frightened Rabbit does corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get this. We get the seven-string bass out, and um, but it's uh, it's things like that that just keep keep it interesting. The, the weekly, weekly feed. More of my interview with Scott Hutchinson at theweeklyfeed.org, and from their late March Death March EP. Here is Frightened Rabbit's Default Blues on this best of 2013 edition of the Weekly Feed.
of 2013 on the weekly feed. That's Damian Gerardo with Silver Timothy. I didn't think Gerardo could get any more 70s jammy than what he gave us on his last record, but now hearing the first single from Brothers and Sisters of the Eternal Sun, sounds like he's barely even gotten started. We're on drugs before that with Red Eyes. The band just sprung that one on us a few weeks ago. It's a preview of their next record called Lost in the Dream. Still more to come, including my interview with Colin Malloy. Support for the weekly feed comes from the Concord Music Group. Paul McCartney's New, featuring the singles New and Queenie Eye, is available now on iTunes and your local independent music store. The Weekly Feed!
Please. We're almost done with our best of 2013 series, but not before hitting one more interview. When I sat down with the Decemberist frontman Colin Malloy, he had just released a tour-only Kinks tribute EP and with a few topical world events on his mind. The video can be seen on theweeklyfeed.org. Here's a bit of what you'll get. The, the Weekly, weekly Feed. Feed. It, it does look like you're ramping back up into Decemberist. I know you've talked a little bit about that recently in some interviews, and that's now going to happen. I mean, there's going to be more Decemberist records. Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, we can hope so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's still the very beginning stages sure. of, of even writing. Like, I've got a handful of songs, yep. but I definitely want to have a couple handfuls. Mm -hmm. I've always liked that little buffer before. I go in and just make sure that all the stuff's good. You're not just going in. At this point in our, in my career, I don't feel like the quantity over quality makes sense. Sure. You know, just like recording everything you do. I want to make sure that everything is really That's a good. Thing. good. Yeah, it's, are you looking to see that you have to have an angle for it this time? And I only look back at the last couple because now you've done the opera. You've done the rock opera. Yeah. Uh, even the last one seemed like it kind of had an angle with the Americana flair to it. Does, it. does this one have to have an angle? Or are you looking for it too? No, you know, I mean, I feel like every record should have a kind of a through line. Sure. You know, there should have something that, that connects it together. And, and, I, and I think the records have so far. I mean, and maybe certainly Hazards of Love, the through line was very clear. And yeah, King is Dead did have a kind of a an aesthetic to it. I don't know. I mean, these things emerge. So as, you, as you, you didn't were. go into it saying this is. Well, the King is Dead. I feel like was it was kind of a reaction to the Hazards of Love right. to a certain degree. Um, it was a lot of songs that were written around the time mm -hmm. of Hazards of Love and after that just didn't fit, really. And I mean, well, not only literally didn't fit yeah. into the story, but also, you know, were I to even reuse the songs, just didn't feel right. And then the, all, everything I'd written immediately afterwards was just, uh, you know, short and concise mm -hmm. and more spare. Mm -hmm. And so it seemed fitting that, you, you know, considering that collection of music, that we would do it in a very spare fashion. Yeah. So, when you're working on this one right here then, I mean, you've always kind of had a, a great way of taking events, whether it's happening in your life or out in the world, and putting them into these great epic stories. Hmm. Uh, I mean, well, that's, that's pretty much one of your talents. That's your sure, talent as a you. writer, sure. Uh, it seems to me there's no uh, drought of things going on for you to take from. And, and with these handful of songs, are you already finding that? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I'm working on more recently is is very more much more personal and yeah. not so pol politically bent. I feel like I dip into politics occasionally, but it never really yeah. took it on that. I mean, even 16 Military Wives, which I think is probably our most political song, mm -hmm. is still just makes fun of itself. Sure, you sure. know, it's it's not a very strong message of. <laughs> Yeah. The, the Weekly, weekly feed. feed. Colin Malloy on this best of 2013 edition of The Weekly Feed. You can see the entire video of that interview at theweeklyfeed.org. Covering the kinks, here is Malloy with Do You Remember Walter? Walter, remember when the world was young and all the girls knew Walter's name? Walter. Isn't it a shame the way our little world has changed? Do you remember Walter playing cricket 
cigarettes behind your garden gate Yes, Walter was my mate But Walter, my old friend, where are you now? Walter's name, Walter Isn't it a shame the way our little world has changed? Just an echo of the world we knew so long ago Walter, if you saw me now You wouldn't even know my name I bet you're fat and married And you're always home in bed at half past eight And if I talked about the old times You'd get bored and you'd have nothing left to say Yes, people often change, but memories of people can remain. Drown makes hope.
called Death Vessel, and that song is Ilsa Down, and yes, that is Jonesy from Cirrus lending some vocals, and that is how we wrap up the best of 2013. I'll say this, if you had trouble finding good music this year, you just weren't digging deep enough. Sure, there were plenty of great songs from bigger artists, but luckily, there were just as many from bands like Death Vessel. Just have to keep your ears open and uh, drive to find it. Anyway, uh, it's been a blast as always. If you missed anything, we've not only got these four best of episodes at theweeklyfeed.org, but all of the year's episodes, all of our interviews, music news, and much more. Our video feed series plays weekly on salon.com. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFBK Radio Louisville. Stacy Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost edits. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. Aaron Keene, Sean Cannon, and Jared Schubert make up the music news team. Charles Spivey's New Year's resolution includes becoming uh, more distinguished at the penny whistle and finally starting one of those dot-coms he's been hearing so much about. And we get extra assistance from WFBK's Laura Shine and Joe Durso. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week when Valerie June will be joining us. Till then, be good and have a great 2014.